7 Days to Play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week, we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn. And I went back to, ah, that rich well of game choices, the golf game. The golf game. The golfing games. How many golf games have we reviewed? We kind of had none for a very long time. Mm. And then we went pretty hard yeah. <laughs> on the I think golf. We had like a series of like three in a row. Uh, this week we are playing Golfing Around. Still a pun. I'm still amused by it. Still a pun. Way to tee things off, Edwin. <laughs> oh, God. Golfing Around is a 2018 game by indie developer Colin Lane. I believe he's based in Sweden right now. Hence the Colin Lane Games AB. AB. That means absolutely from Sweden. <laughs> ABBA, which you know means he's Swedish. So would it be ABBA AB? Mm. If, they, if they were a incorporated company in the great <laughs> land of Sweden. Abab. Abab. He has made several games previously, mostly on the sort of tongue-in-cheek fun gaming uh, sports game side of things. I think his first game was blanking on his first game. But I think Dunkers, Dunkers. Is, is the kind of one, I think that was his third game in 2016, mm. where that um, you know hit, hit a million downloads, garnered some, some you know, impetus and some recognition within the gaming community. Not for me, because I don't know anything. The art style kind of looks familiar. I mean, I would say a lot of games. I don't know who started it first, but it does have that nicely rounded characters that animate very fluidly. Mm, oh, a bit, a little bit like Bowmasters. Bowmasters, yeah, kind of yeah. like Bowmasters, kind of like Ping Pong King, even. Even though they're three different companies, I feel they, you know, it might be like an easy way to represent characters and animate them very fluidly with very low friction. Not like yeah. just turn that rounded line design on in your in uh, in Photoshop. Just make them with circles. It's all circles. That's how you draw an owl. Draw the head within a circle. Draw the body as a circle, and then draw the rest of the fucking owl. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the podcast. Podcast yep. recommence. Golfing around is his first more serious-ish game, I should say. Hmm. Like you know, it's pretty straightforward. There's no wacky physics. And I use wacky in the loosest sense of the term. So this is pretty much a straightforward golf game. There's no like quirky thing about it. Or I think with like Dunkers, there was some like fun physics where you were almost like rolling with your basketball arm that picks up a basketball and then you try and do a slam dunk yeah Um, this is pretty conventional like from just looking at the controls it does feel like it is more well thought of um and more closely represents like what you'd normally see in a more serious golfing game rather than um what's the previous (laughs) golfing game we played well vista golf i feel we played quite a few crazy golf games right we also played that one golf that was made by uh, Nitromi. Nitromi, oh, Nano Golf. Nano Golf. Yeah. And we also played the Golf in Space. What was the Golf in Space? You are on Mars and then you travel back to oh, Earth. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The game that which I. Which you actually completed after right. the show. Yeah. You went back. It was such a great game. Thanks to Edwin for his great pick that week. The Golfing Club Wasteland, which I think I picked it. Somewhere we should have a spreadsheet of all of our picks <laughs> yeah. and ratings. <laughs> Which I did start, but failed to continue to update. Right. So we played a bunch of golf games, much to Sam's wife's dislike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, this is certainly probably the most conventional. This is actually on a full golf course. None of this crazy golf thing. None of like 
smack the ball into the kitten's face and then it poops it out and then you have to jump over a bridge. Yeah, there are actually different types of lies. Like there's rough, like you'd normally expect. A fairway that acts like a fairway. Even a bunker that where, you know, if you get your ball in there, you're kind of screwed because it's hard to get out of it. Sandy Bunker. <laughs> um, favorite yeah. actress. So... <laughs> I'll be honest, I really did not like this game. <laughs> I, I thought I would because I... Uh, it's got that lovely green texture. No, the, it looks nice. Yeah, the I'm controls sure. are really, really good. Um, you know, portrait mode, yeah, Sam's favorite. Portrait mode, you can do it with one hand. Uh, it's, it's a control scheme where I feel you can actually get accurate. Like, you have two different buttons that rotates your... Um, your golfer to the left or to the right. Yeah. And you can do it fairly accurately. You have an out, you can zoom out so that you can actually see how far your swing is going to go. And even a golf swingometer, which sounds favorite, could be very accurate if you wanted to. But for some reason, it was just so dry. <laughs> it was so dry. You want to be golfing in space? With an albino giraffe. <laughs> exactly. No albino giraffe, <laughs> no creatures lurking in the background, no radio music to keep you company. Oh, yeah. I I liked it, but because it was pretty like a straightforward golf game, which sometimes I like, I'm not... I think as we saw with Golf, golf Club Wasteland, I wasn't too crazy about all the extraneous stuff around mm, the Yeah, golf. neither was um, I. I wasn't crazy about the... Um, the swing mechanic in particular in mm. Golf Club Wasteland. But that did not stop you from going on and playing and completing the game. Yeah. yeah. There's something about it. It had character. <laughs> it had moxie. It had moxie, I tell you. <laughs> the swingometer did behave differently to other swingometers that I have played in the past, which I think would be the double tap. Mm. Which I think you've actually described as a well-known mechanic, the aim and double tap. It's actually like a triple tap. Oh. You tap to start it, tap to set the power, tap to set the accuracy. So you have mm. to tap it back in like this Yeah, this right. line, or else you either hook or you... What's the other one? Fade. Right. Hook and fade. <laughs> Look at me. Very golf good. knowledge. <laughs> Look at that. Pulled it right out of your pocket. That's right. Like I do with the golf ball when no one's looking. <laughs> <laughs> but on this case... It's tap and hold, which right. definitely tripped me up quite a few mm. times. And also, in other golf games, I would, I would expect once you hit the top, for it to come back down again and give you a second chance. Right. Which is not the case here. You get one and done. Yep. And I don't think there's a way for you to cancel out once you actually start that tap. Right. If there, you messed up. Yeah, if you messed you up. And you gone goofed. Oh, my goodness. You right. get the crazy red. Yeah. You get the crazy red, which means that your ball will curve in unexpected manners. <laughs> <laughs> which i think is really weird yeah i think the mechanic is if you are on the fairway or the green it's going you're going to it's going to curve away from you well it's obviously but like it's going to curve to the to the right but if you're in the rough or a bunker it just randomly waggles left and right and you're kind of it's up to it's kind of chance which way it's going to go I think. oh i see that was my takeaway that wasn't clearly explained in the, in the tutorial and the tutorial did a pretty good job of like introducing you to the mechanics um, it was very brief and sort of like got you in the game right away. But yeah, that that little hook part was kind of confusing, or the 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 red part of the swing swingometer. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't totally clear what it did. Like it kind of it gave you a sentence, I think, didn't it? Like as you get better, you can deliberately try to curve, curve the ball in the right way. 
Yeah. So the way the swingometer works like is essentially a line, right, through on the right part of your screen. Um, and there is a little yellow dot on top of the line, which represents sort of your max power. Maximum power. Maximum power before it gets to the red area, which is sort of like your overpower, right? <laughs> your max overpower. Maximum overdrive. So when you, it, movie. If, you hit, movie. if you hit the swing and you let go right at the tip of the yellow part before it reaches the red, that's essentially your 100% shot, meaning that it's going to accurately get to where you planned it to go. And you can see where it's going to go by looking at the, the zoomed out view of your of the course. Yeah. Right? I do have a question about that. Yeah, there are some <laughs> discrepancies. But if you hit it to the red area, then it can overshoot very easily on where you intended it to go. And it's pretty inconsistent in that manner. Just like my golf swing. So much like a real golf game. Yeah. Now let's talk about this, the zoomed out view, um, which has these little yellow and red markers which I couldn't quite work out what they denote. And I think at first I thought, oh, that's where the ball will bounce first if you're driving mm. versus, oh, that's where the ball's going to end up yep. when it comes to a stop. What did you think? So those are pretty inconsistent in all games. What you sort of have to develop is what it actually means per that game. So in a lot of different games, I've seen if it's ever represented in the, in, in the zoomed out view that's where your ball is going to end up most likely. So it might take a couple of bounces to actually get there. But if it's a fair way, it will eventually get up there. I've seen other games where it will be like, that's where the ball will first land. Uh, so you have to incorporate either like a backspin or different things to make sure. Oh, I would that, love some backspin on this game. Yeah. So backspin would have been really good. But I don't think it's in the nature of the UI and like the look and feel of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I felt like it had just enough mechanics to make it feel accurate, but just enough to keep it casual as well. There is wind. There is wind, which I felt surely one mile per hour couldn't really mess me up. I'll go talk to Tiger Woods about that. But it does. <laughs> and I don't think that was represented well. Because normally you think like one mile per hour, it's not really going to mess me up, but it actually had a pretty significant <laughs> effect. Um, but it's kind of noted by a little cute arrow and it says one mile, right? Mm. And you don't think it's going to do much. Turns out it can really mess with your game. Oh, yeah. I think the combination of not being sure what the yellow dot and the zoomed out view meant in terms of is that where the ball's going to bounce first or where is it actually going to end up when it stops? And then factoring the wind just always meant I wasn't sure what I was doing like how much power to to drive the ball with but i think that's the nature of golf games yeah that's kind of deliberate right it's like you need it's not uh a game of precision well it is a game of precision but you need that little element of like luck and getting it just right that feeling like you're really out on the links yeah (laughs) without feeling the wind in your hair talking to your caddy which club should i use oh use the big one what's the big one you know, the one with the wood on it. So, I was so disappointed when I found out it wasn't actually made of wood. Woods anymore. aren't made of wood? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Some are. Some have like a wood shell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of the good ones these days, yeah. <laughs> They're mostly made of metal and plastic. Or at least maybe the ones we can afford. Right. There's also a course editor. There is a course was pretty great. Yeah. I've always wanted to uh, go to college and do a course in golf course design. Now, I don't have to. Course in course design. Yeah. What if there's a course 
before you take the course on course design. This is like a course overview. Yeah. Like a- <laughs> Damn, did you do your homework and make me a course? Uh, I well, did, but first, I think I think we should we should first talk about how much of the game uh, we've actually mm, played sure. until. Let's do that. How far we got? Are we comparing best scorecards? Lucky Lakes Link. Lucky Lakes Links. I am zero over par for the course. I am a minus one. Oh, dang. And that was before I figured out that you can actually redo some of the holes if you had messed up. Uh, if you watch an ad. If you watch an ad. But I actually paid for the ads in this game. Yes, I did too. So I paid for the ads in this game, and there was one hole where I got like a three over. That For, for you people who don't play golf, that means you, you stroke the ball three times more than par. Uh, what is like sort of the bogey. recommended shots. Yeah. And then it gave me this little symbol that says, watch an ad, replay hole. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I paid for you. Why would I watch an ad again to, to replay? But later on in another course that I played, um, I was like, I was like five over. <laughs> I was like, I got to do this. And I did it. And it just instantly reset the hole mm. without watching an ad because I had already paid for it. Oh, interesting. Or were you offline? Maybe I hadn't loaded an ad? I was not flying. Mm, okay. Or underground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do fly from time to time. But that's just in my in mind. helicopter to, yeah. to the office. But uh, yeah, it's, that wasn't clear at all. Interesting. I might have taken more of an opportunity to do that. That's a, that's a tricky mechanic to balance with paying for ads. Because I think if you're playing a free game, you get an ad at the end of the hole. And then, oh yeah, I can watch an ad. Like That's my punishment. Punishment to watch an ad and then i get to redo the course if necessary mm. but if you pay to get rid of the ads then you're, you but you can what's your punishment then if you need to reset the hole so the like, thing is you, do you think you should get unlimited resets if you paid 2.99 the thing is it's not unlimited resets mm. it says three resets per uh round you can do i think three or four or something like that so it does tell you but it wasn't it, it didn't it doesn't tell you that up front Okay. It just says you have to have the hotspot to reset. Exactly. I was <laughs> like, all desperation. right, I'm going in this. I'm going to watch this ad so that I can redo this hole. And then it was like, Boop. oh, you can do it three more times. I was like, oh, that's nice. Why wasn't uh, the te- the copy just different for me? That's the good. ad bu- the the person who has purchased this game. Well, let me tell you about restarting holes because I really should have done that on breezy beach because I was 28 over. <laughs> oh, breezy beach. Wait, it didn't save my score for breezy beach. Oh. Oh, that's weird. Okay, we can do Merry Meadows. I didn't do Merry Meadows either. Oh, dear Sam. So I've only finished One. Lucky Lake's Link. Oh, I've done all of them. <laughs> that, that might tell you how many days I've actually played this for. But before that, well, should we play our respective holes? Let's do it. How do we do that? Click on my golf holes. <laughs> you. Ah, look at all my golf holes. Saved locally. Saved locally, yeah. And what okay. is nice is there is an option for public golf holes mm. and featured golf holes. Stop saying golf holes. But I didn't really get a chance to look at those. Oh, wow. Did you, do you have a name for your hole? <laughs> I did not, actually. I just hole zero, mm. which zero is a hole in itself. <laughs> um, I'm going to name mine the Inverse Towers of Hanoi. Mm. What a grand name. For a hole. Okay. All right, we'll put screen grabs of each, and we're now going to play each other's hole. 
I'm scared for the overview of this one. Six mile an hour. Wind. Oh, ah, <laughs> that's very good. That is very good. Oh yeah. boy, yours looks hard. <laughs> I do enjoy a water hole. Mm. I can see that. Ha- apparent. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. We've got six miles an hour coming towards me, so I need to compensate for that with a little bit of maximum overdrive. Your green is covered by water and bunkers <laughs> and trees getting the way from your the initial T. There's a little bit of a fairway. Mine's all about precision. To the left. I'm going for it, though. I'm, I'm just going to go. Lake of precision. <laughs> I'm going straight for the bunker that's close to the green. Sam's is a... You get the, the teeing off area, and then you get a strip of fairway. But then you're thwarted by first a lake, then a bunker. But then you get the green. But then behind the green is another lake. So <laughs> I really want some backspin in this. Uh, I am going to strategically use the bunker, I think, to stop the ball rolling into the lake behind the green. But that does mean I need to chip from the bunker into the hole with a single shot after that. But let's see what happens. Birdie, baby. Oh, Sam. Oh, see, Sam, you, how much do you hate the golf game? I think you're secretly very good at them. I think that's my demise, is that I constantly try to be really good at all the holes, and then <laughs> when, I, when I get a birdie, I throw the phone in frustration. I'm going to be one over par at least. Ah, bogey. Go. So a strategy of going to, into the bunker didn't quite work out. So I think for both of our tries, we should do this. Oh, golf applause. Oh, it's like being on the fairway. <laughs> Have you ever been to a live golf match? I have. Golf match? Yeah, I've seen... At the golfing stadium? In the, <laughs> uh, in the Philippines, uh, when... I was actually pretty big into golf in the Philippines, and there was one, I guess, exhibition mm. round where uh, Gary Player was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Classic gentleman. Um, yeah, I saw him swing a couple of times <laughs> and did the golf clap. That's I think cool. he's in. I don't know if he's in the seniors tour. Mm. It's really funny that I think there's he was like big in the seventies and eighties, wasn't he? I think that was his prime time. Yeah, I think. And uh, yeah, it's funny that there's a, a league of golfers called the seniors tour, uh, which I find amusing. This is like the high school seniors. No, <laughs> they ain't spring chickens. Let's make. The, but they can still play some golf. More like autumnal chickens. <laughs> Let's get to the three by threes. Three things good. Greetings, sad. <laughs> so my first good point, it's the, it's the golf game that I've always wanted on the mobile. If someone described this golf game to you, you'd be very happy. Yes. I'd be like, great. This is exactly what I want. I can control things with one hand. Um, doesn't have a, a swing mechanic that's absolutely ridiculous. I can actually aim for accuracy. Um going for distance yeah he's going for speed that is my good point (laughs) (laughs) i thought the physics were great and mr colin lane did a great job of just making it i'm going to use that word i think game people use juicy Mm. when you like smack that ball you just get thunk yeah and it goes and it sometimes goes off screen it goes so fast that like the screen has to rush to keep up or like deliberately goes off screen and it just does like little touches like that just made it really nice and also there's a good use of haptics as well yeah i think you get a little buzz when you hit the ball um maybe a little bit overused the haptics for example when you're on the zoomed out view 
every time you rotate left or right, it buzzes. Yeah, which I didn't like so much. But otherwise, you know, striking the ball, hitting hitting a tree, give you a little buzz, hitting hitting the the hole was great. I felt like yes, I'm almost out on the green. Um, I thought the the collection of courses was pretty good. Like I like that there are three different courses. Um, and this is going to be on my negative, but it didn't feel too different from one another. Um, yeah, I felt yeah. like there could have been an opportunity to build in some personality in between the courses. But outside of that, like I was very happy that there was um, three different courses that we can actually play from. Uh, the wind was a nice addition, which mm. I don't think I've seen in many other golf games. So that just added an extra layer of playability. Because oh. you could do, you could play several, you could play the same course several times, and you know the wind's going to be different on each each hole. So it just gives that a little bit of replayability. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you should really play Golf Story on the Nintendo Switch, and also you should really get a Switch. Because I was like, what is the what is that golf game that I really played a lot of recently that actually had wind in a fairly accurately and in a fairly accurate and meaningful way. And then it was golf story, yeah. A story and has golf. Oh my god, <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, okay. One day I might get a switch. Mm. Final good point. Uh, the course editor. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I didn't. Hmm. I mean, it's tricky to make a entire course designer on mobile, so it's a little bit clumsy. I think it was tricky to balance the very minimal UI that kind of goes into the game, and then also have this very flexible editor, but. I think it was a pretty good, and I kind of had fun making the course. Lakes of Precision. <laughs> what was mine? I forgot mine. What was mine called? The inverted Tower of Hanoi. Oh, that's right. <laughs> How easily I forget. Um, yeah, I was really happy that it existed. Oh, look at this. I've just discovered that you can see all the featured golf holes mm-hmm. that people have made. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I think that's great. Like I think that that opens up things for people to consent to to play after they have finished the three courses that are on the game um, when you have something open like this where people can actually yeah add things and you can actually try it out that's pretty cool yeah we will put a link to both of our courses in the show notes there's you, a if you want to there's yeah. a whole there's a course called bob ross which is a hole that looks like bob ross with a little paint palette and the green is on the little paint palette genius Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, some people have done some good work. So definitely worth checking out the public courses as well. On to the bad points. I don't know why I'm French. <laughs> it's just, it seems pretty bland. Um, yeah, it was everything that I kind of expected in a mobile golf game. But for some reason, it just, it lost me. Yeah, I think maybe having more stark differences or we like leaning into the differences between the courses... But I mean, isn't that a problem with golf in the real world as well? Like, yeah, yeah, always grass and lakes and sand and trees. Well, you always have seasons. That makes ah. it interesting. Oh, playing golf in winter. Yeah, the scenery changes. Things are very beautiful. You can actually see mm, the leaves good. change. Yeah, they don't seem permanent summertime yeah. in golfing around world. Golfing around world. <laughs> golfing <laughs> around the world. No flat earthers here. I'm not going to say it. But I'll say it, there's no story. (laughs) No, uh, I don't think a game like this necessarily needs to have a story. It's a pretty straightforward sports game. But the reason why Golf Story was so popular... Was because of the story? The titular story? 
It's just an extra element that makes you invested in the game or allows you to be invested in the game. So, Mr. Colin Lane, maybe think about a little story on the next version of this game because that's I think that's what I'm excited about. Why are they golfing? What brings them to breezy breaches? Right, and what's beaches. why is it called the 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 breezy beaches or the the mindful meadows? What is it? <laughs> it's the golf course and meditation retreat. Exactly. Um, yeah, merry meadows. Why is it so merry? What what about it makes it merry? Yeah, I got mad because I'm 28 over par on that one. <laughs> <laughs> a little irritation I had, which I understand why. But after you hit a foul ball and you go in the water which happens occasionally to me, you know, the direction resets, which I kind of get like, mm, you make it tricky. You need to go re-aim the hole, but I would, I got caught out several times by just retaking the hole straight away and not re-aiming. It's like, oh, it reset the position that I had set previously. That was right. Um, and I think in normal rules of golf, get out your compendium. If you hit it into the water, don't you have to drop the ball close to the water? Oh, rather than retake it from the original spot. Exactly. Isn't that the rules? Like, you think you might be right. You yeah. do take an extra stroke. Yeah, you lose a stroke. You lose a stroke, and then you have to drop the ball close to the water. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Right? Yeah, and so it didn't do like that. that. It just started you off right where you first hit the ball. Take the hole. Yeah. And it also took a stroke. Yeah. Mr. Colin Lane, another note. Maybe read the golf rule book. No, I'm just oh my god, dude. There is such a thing. It is quite dry. It is very dry. I have several of them at my house. Unlike my ball. <laughs> on the middle of those courses. <laughs> I found I was spending a lot of time in the zoomed out mode. And it just kind of got me wondering, should the game either default to the zoomed out mode or... I don't know. It just seemed having both views didn't make a bunch of sense. I don't know. I was almost never in the zoomed-in view. I yeah. didn't really understand why we needed the zoomed-in view, unless you were on the green. It's essentially useless being in the zoomed-in view at the T. Right. Because, I mean, there's a tiny little arrow telling you the direction, but you have no idea how far the ball's going to go or what's in between you. So, I almost wish yeah. there was a third tap that you can do that takes you out to the zoomed-out view. Do you know what I mean? Like, you tap... If, you're, if, you, if you start off on the T, you tap, it just slightly zooms you out. Right. If you tap again, it slightly zooms you in. But then there's a button on the bottom that gives you an overview of the course. Right. And yeah. there, that is the that is what I actually use to aim mm. in that overview. So yeah. I almost feel like that button is kind of out of place. Where if it was just a three tap system of actually zooming you out to that overview in some way. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of incorporating it a bit more fluid. Yeah. Fluidly. Because you don't have to press a button in order to tap the screen for you to zoom out. They're just adding a second tap that actually zooms you out to like that overview mode. So you can just do things quickly rather than looking for that button in the bottom mm. that gives you into that zoomed out overview. Yeah, yeah, I think you can pinch to zoom out, but it doesn't zoom out enough to have the whole course. Right. right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's just something a little bit clumsy switching between those two views, but then spend, you default to one, but you actually spend most of your time in the other. Right. Not a big call out, but yeah, yeah. just something I found myself pondering. Mm hmm. Final seven-day rating. Sam, how many days out of the seven did you play? Actually, you suggested this experiment that we try. Mm -hmm. So we have both upgraded our phones to iOS 12 public beta, which has a handy little feature that allows you to see your screen time. Bing, bing. Gosh, this totally undermines the entire premise of the show. 
I'm not saying we do it all the time. <laughs> but it could be a fun little experiment. I'm saying we should do it Because this, this literally tells you how many days you have opened an app in the last seven days. Right. <laughs> oh, it's almost like those Apple engineers were listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you look at golfing around... And I would love to. So, what was your daily average? Ten minutes. Three minutes. Oh, Sam. <laughs> What's and the total time? Total screen time? One hour, 14 minutes. 26 minutes. <laughs> Sam. That's not that bad. For seven days. 20 minutes out of seven days. <laughs> I finished an entire course. And did not play the other two. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I can now reveal that the factually accurate number of days I played this game was, excluding today, four. Uh, I have three. Mm, okay. But I've been significantly but longer th- playing it. <laughs> the first day that I actually played I think I played it for one minute. <laughs> Does that actually count? Yeah. One minute. <laughs> this can't be right. How did I minutes. finish an entire course on in three minutes? Well, you're a speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> what you are. Who's also a senior golfer, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Sam, would three days be your actual patent pending seven days to play rating? I would actually say two days. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say four is accurate for me. Mm. Like, I enjoyed this game. It was fun. Happy to spend $2.99, support indie devs. Very playable. But they did not knock it out of the park to use a baseballing term on a golf game. Yeah, I really wanted to like this game. Um, so I played like the first the first night I played it, which was three minutes of me playing through an entire... I don't think that's true. That, that can't be fast. true. Yeah. yeah. There's the, nine holes. Nine holes, yeah. Nine holes, three minutes. Mm-hmm. 18, isn't it? No, it's a, they're just half courses, so okay. it's nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I played it and I really wanted to like it. And then I got started with the second course the next day. And it was just more of the same in ways that really should didn't really add any more value except more complexity and and even then maybe not that more complex exactly no, yeah and so it just sort of left me like ah mm. and then yeah. i and i played hold down ah yeah and i think i would actually recommend this game if you do like golf games if you're looking yes, for a mobile golf game that has solid mechanics and the other golf games that you've tried don't have solid mechanics or you feel like they didn't this is actually a really good one so like, I really would like to see Golfing Around Again, Part 2, Hot Links to Trot. Mm, hot Links. <laughs> Damn, what should we play for the next seven days? So, let's, let's no longer do any more golf games. That's, okay, uh, we'll put a moratorium on golf games for now. For this year, at least. Mm, I cannot agree to that. <laughs> but for the near term, sure. Okay, but, let us revisit a game that we have already reviewed. Which the company has actually come out with a second game. What, pray tell, from our archives are we revisiting? Let us return to the Returner series. (laughs) So the people who have created (laughs) Returner 77 have created a new game called Returner Sahiro. And remember, this is fantastic yes (laughs) exactly without the question mark but yes fantastic yes that's the name of the developers but i do have the grammatically correct comma in there yeah good Good job guys zero is not spelled the normal way it is it is spelled zero Mm, zero zero (laughs) 
Hello, mm-hmm. I'm Zihiro. I'm also French. Uh, let me read you the description of this game. Yes. New game! Exclamation mark. Experience the premium graphics of the new story-driven puzzle game. Oh, that sounds like Sam's kind of jam right there. But today, escape to Earth. Oh, oh. it says, sorry. Buy today and escape to Earth. <laughs> A stunning 3D tactile space mystery puzzle game. Solve alien puzzles in an immersive sci-fi environment with spectacular graphics. This is a standalone game in the Returner series. So, you do not need to play Returner 77 in order to understand what is happening in this game. Mm, and I wonder if we'll find out why those aliens love crystals so much. Maybe. The the Zero sort of gives me like a, an origin, oh. I feel. Like this is the, the prequel to the 77 series. This is available now, $4.99 on your local app store. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. We'll find out in seven days. Before we go, Sam, do you have a thing of the week? I have gotten knee-deep in the Adventure Zone. Oh, I thought you were going to say hold down. Well, that too, but okay. I think that's... I'd like, to, I'd like to do that. I'd like to revisit hold down in some way. I'm in their third season, I believe. It is called The Crystal Kingdom. Now, did you start from the beginning? I did start from the beginning. If you're a completionist like Edwin, start from the beginning... But if you want to get to the good stuff, I feel you can actually start from the beginning of uh, the third season, which is the Crystal Kingdom. Because this is when I think they're all gelling together. Their personalities are actually coming out. And the the narrative that the, the McElroy brother, Griffin, Oh, he's the, he's the dungeon master. He is the dungeon master, yeah. Yeah, do you know what? I have tried twice. First, I started at the beginning. Didn't quite stick. Uh, and then I jumped in at episode 10, Murder on the Rockport Limited, which was recommended as a, another good starting point, which I've listened to a few, but also trailed off on. Mm. Maybe, maybe then start, uh, I realize that Crystal Kingdom is actually the fourth season. Uh, so maybe start at the next one, which mm. is Metal to the Petal. Petals to the Metal. Petals to the Metal, sorry. Yes. <laughs> it'll, it'll make sense when you listen to it. Okay. Yeah, maybe I shall try a third time to get into this dang show. I feel like that season actually goes really well with the following season. It's sort of like one long narrative for now. Mm. Um, I do know that the story sort of changes drastically afterwards, but... Okay. Okay, maybe I'll try it. Yeah. So you went from zero, first episode, all the way through to season four? Yes. Yet you can't even listen to my dad wrote a porno. Okay. Uh, Speaking of podcasts, I occasionally listen to the recent Reply All is Mm. good it's, uh, it's my favorite. It's a double yes, yes, no. So oh. that's always... That's one of the best ones. That's always a must listen for me. Uh, worth checking out. First, kind of it'll d- dive into Alex Jones and that whole craziness. And then Beauty YouTube for the mm. second half, which is kind of also crazy and fun. Fantastic. Yes. I'll check it out. <laughs> and that's our show. Play along with us at home. Return us a hero. It's a hero that you can download now in the App Store. Follow us on Instagrams. Yeah, Sam put up a new video. At uh, Seven Days to Play. Might put up another one, who knows? Who knows? My hair on a streak. <laughs> Find us on Spotify at Seven Days to Play. And don't email us. Seven Days to Play!